Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inside Bria's Thoughts. I'm your podcast host, Bria Smith. And I'm coming back from like, oh my God, it's been like two months. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's it's been a lot that's been going on. Um, but um, nevertheless, um, I'm okay. I can say that I'm okay. Um, just had a little obstacles. Um definitely on the way um i finally started my new job it's okay um it's it's tolerable for the time being for sure um you know every job isn't gonna be a hundred percent satisfactory in every area for sure but you know um i'm just looking to gain the experience and um pursue my future career down the line you know that's just what it is um and that's what I'm doing you know um mental health wise it could be better um for sure but um I'm not terrible I would say like you know I still try to keep myself sane um, I, I can practice more self-care than I do now. Like, I've definitely been um, slipping on the hobbies that I said I was going to uphold. But um, that's definitely normal when you have a job that you're still trying to adjust to. And um, you're still trying to maintain a romantic relationship as well. And um, sometimes I get in the habit that when I'm in a relationship where, you know, dealing with a guy... I kind of put them up front um, as one of my priorities. And there's nothing wrong with prioritizing your relationship. But sometimes you got to sit back and like think like, yeah, okay, I'm going to work. I'm serving these people. Then I'm coming home. And then I'm trying to maintain my relationship. But like, where's that time in between for me? Yes, I get that little wind down, t- uh, wind down time at the work. But like, Am I making it useful enough? Or am I just scrolling on my phone, just killing time, you know, until like, you know, the end of the day? Or am I actually making this time useful to like, you know, rejuvenate um, my energy, recharge my energy, you know, anything in that such nature. Um, It's just going to keep me keep strengthening my mental state you know um I don't make my time as useful as I should but it's okay um I'm not doing terrible to the point where like I'm struggling but I definitely do need to find that balance um I'm just trying to you know organize my life I would say I mean I wouldn't say my life is in shambles but like yeah it could be better um i'm definitely trying to like use that time when i get home so that it's nothing wrong winding down eating dinner like you know chilling but um i do want to make some of that time useful before the end of the day um i'm trying to get back into that even if i just pick up a book and start reading a little bit for like 20 minutes 20 30 minutes or even like just journaling about my day or um 
even listening to other podcasts like sometimes that helps me to bounce off ideas about what I could be talking about and as well as just feeding my my spirit my soul with good positive and useful information for me to um benefit from you know there's nothing wrong with um learning from other people and getting um other insights other than your own so like I could be doing that and um you know just making my time more useful maybe organizing my room um things of you know things like that and I'm, I'm trying to hopefully get in the habit of doing that um really okay I had an idea about like this podcast like I wanted to introduce a I'm hurting but healing era like a little like seasonal thing um where I t- where like a couple of episodes I talk about um things around like what I mean by that like what I mean by like I'm hurting but healing and like kind of connected to my personal experiences and on different like important topics that directly relates to that saying and I feel like a lot of us can relate to that because like a lot of us these days we're we're hurting and we're coming to the realization that we are hurt we are in pain we are emotionally suffering from a lot of things that we don't really talk about or we don't know how to address but at the end of the day we're still trying to push through it and just take it a day at a time and just heal as we go and um that's the current state that I'm in right now I had to like reflect um just throughout um the last the past couple of weeks I would say and um I was like, yeah, like, I'm hurting. Like, a lot of the behaviors that I'm still, like, doing, um, it kind of makes me really think, like, yeah, I'm hurt. I really am. And um, I guess sometimes, like, when you're in a relationship with somebody and you you guys are both healing and you guys are both, like, realizing your your toxic traits your negative behaviors things that you're trying to get away from or outgrow I would say um you really like it's an eye-opener for sure you're like dang like why am I doing this or like why am I moving this way why do I feel this way you just really just gotta really dig deep with that one like because it is it, it it is deep because maybe from the outside, you're like, you might be, I, I would say you might be blaming the other person. Or you might be blaming on blaming it on your environment. Everything but what's really like hurting you inside, like your inner self. That's so important. Like, I was just thinking about that this week. Like, you're hurting inside like there's things inside of you that hasn't been addressed hasn't been processed the way it could have been you haven't let a lot of baggage go you're holding on to it and that's why naturally like you'll feel so heavy and 
just feel out of it just feel like you're carrying so much weight on you and it's not even just physically like mentally that can make you feel just off a lot of negative energies around you can make you feel so heavy it's just you'll feel it you'll definitely feel it um if that's occurring for you for sure um I was just thinking about like really the importance of really nurturing and reparenting your inner child. Um, and I'm, I'm learning more about what our inner child really is and how important it is to how we move as um, adults in our adulthood. Um, I've, I've learned over over time that a lot of the the way we move and behave has a lot to do with how um, our childhood took place specifically. How our past experiences shaped us into the person we are today. And um, a lot of our inner child is, is hurting. It's broken. And our inner child is always really with us, even as adults. It's that inner subconscious part of you that just it, it stays with you it does it, it 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 stores memories experiences in your childhood and just throughout um that has made you really into the person you are today and that's why a lot of us were traumatized by different things unique experiences and situations um that had made us move I call it a trauma response. I feel like a lot of our, especially negative behaviors, have um, caused us to move um, in a certain way, I would say. Um, Last weekend, I took some time off just to really reflect. I I did some journaling, I would say. Um, I wrote out my life story. And I know you're like, what? Did you really just do that? Yes. Um, Just had a conversation around that topic that was leading me up to like, okay, let me just sit here and like, let me just go back to day one, square one when I was younger. What could have led me up to this point right now, this moment that I'm in right now? And um, what could have shaped me into... Bria today I did a lot of thinking and I even had to um, ask my mom about certain things that I didn't fully remember as a kid and um, I said I had to sit back and and I was really in shock for a minute I was like that happened to me I did that you know it's just like what it's weird because as a child like I said the inner child it stores all of that but you don't really like remember everything but you move um it's all psychological you move a certain way because of these experiences that happened to you and then I just really had to sit back and be like dang that's why I did that as a teenager and young adult that's why I did that like it's crazy um to be transparent to be very transparent um I had glimpses of memories about this, but I didn't really, like, know full details because I was so young. 
I was no older than like six at the most um, when these things were happening. So I was the neighborhood that I'm in. I've been in since I was a kid. Um, there were certain neighbors around me at the time when I was very young. Um, they weren't the best neighbors. They grew up a certain way, um, so they moved a certain way. Um, and um, naturally, I was a good kid. I was quiet, you know. I was stay. I stayed to myself. I wasn't in no trouble. Um, but there was troubling kids around me. And um, long story short. I, um, it didn't even click to me in my brain that I was actually getting, um, I guess you would say sexually assaulted as a kid, like not even like, I was maybe like three, four, five years old and I had to let it get explained to me by my mom. I was like, what? Like, that's why I moved like that when I got older, because that was exposed to me at a very young age. So like when things like that happen to you i guess you make it a pattern that it that you you accept that that's an okay behavior to do or because you're so used to it you psychologically store it in your brain for you to follow suit up with that behavior so not that I sexually assaulted anybody. Let's let's make that clear. But like, to be transparent, I um, became, at some point in my life, I became hypersexual, and um, I was exposed to like certain things um, later down the line, like preteen age, um, and at some point um i was moving a certain way with guys um because i had low self-esteem and i really had to click those two things together i'm like oh that makes sense that makes a lot of sense and it's not i don't even think it's all because of that i think some of it has a lot to do with um my father being absent for um a large part of my life you know like I explain to people um your father's the first male that's supposed to love you unconditionally that's supposed to raise you and make you feel beautiful make you feel like you're you're all that like boost your boost your self-esteem you know and um because I didn't have that um by nature I felt like it was normal to seek that in my romantic relationships or just with guys in general because I guess my I would even yeah my inner child was desperately looking for that fatherly love that I felt like I had to look for it in um other guys and um that's why they call it daddy issues um a lot of women um can relate to this for sure um it's just a psychological thing it really all goes down to that so I felt like I connect those two things I was like okay father figure um being sexually assaulted like that makes sense why I had hypersexual behaviors when I became like a teenager and um young adult I've definitely outgrown that I've definitely seen my worth I definitely felt like 
I, I mean, I came to the realization, like, it's not worth it. Like, I can literally, like, feel beautiful and feel all that with me, myself. I don't need other people. I don't need external validation to feel like I'm worth it. I don't need to see my value in another in another person, specifically a man. So um, I'm definitely growing, but I'm still hurting at the end of the day. Like I still feel like um, I really need to come to terms with myself, which I have, but I just haven't made the move yet that I need to probably go to therapy. Um, yeah, I'm hurting. And I see it throughout the days. Um, I do. I just feel like I need a safe space to to vent, to process my emotions, to connect all my life experiences together and um, make it make sense to maybe why I move the way I do today and try to replace those behaviors that I don't want anymore in my life and replace them with more improved and more stable behaviors um, because that affects um, that affects everything really around you like especially your your personal friendships your relationships um, a lot of us are really walking around hurt our inner child is wounded. We have a lot of childhood trauma we haven't um, processed yet. And then because we're not very aware or we haven't got the help and the guidance to um, improve those behaviors, we're still executing negative behaviors around us yeah um I'm really just trying to work on a lot of things that I'm really just as I get older it's becoming more clear to me what it really is and what it really could be coming from especially after writing my my life story out like just journaling about it um I was just connecting a lot of things and um I didn't. I, I realized that when I sat down and I talked about the part about my parents being parented, I realized that I was like emotionally neglected. Like I realized that your parent could be present in your space. They can do the basic job as a parent, but when they're not showing up emotionally. They don't, I guess, make the effort to fully understand your mental state. It, it, it does a lot to a kid. Um, and it affects you now at this age, the age that I'm at. Because I, ne- I guess I never felt like... Well, my father was al- always emotionally unavailable because he wasn't even there physically. But um, my mother, she was there. She's been there since birth. She's been a mother, but... Um, I guess I felt like the way she was raised, um, 
my grandfather well really both my both my grandparents um they didn't show a lot of physical affection nor even emotional affection to their kids growing up um they didn't hear i love you a lot but their parents showed it definitely showed it through acts of service and I realized, like, maybe that's why my mom's primary love language towards me was acts of service. She would definitely go out and do things, buy things for me, do things around the house for me. Um, but as far as, like, the affectionate part, like, I love you and, you know, all huggy and come here and talk to me about anything and giving me, like, that nurturing that I needed as a child, I didn't get it as much. Um, she was there, but not the way I wanted her to be emotionally for sure, because I'm an emotional person in general. Like I can get real soft, boohoo crying, like just need some, just need some love, just need some reassurance. And, um, I had a tough love mother by nature. She just was a tough love mother. Like, yeah, I can come to her. I I can talk to her about certain things for sure, but. I guess the softness that I needed, um, I didn't get. It was always just like a tough love kind of, you know, energy. But sometimes I really just was a cry out for help and I needed somebody. So I would deal with a lot of my mental problems on my own. I definitely would. um, I was hurting. And half of the time she didn't really know. Yeah, and I mean, to to still to this day, this is still a thing, but I've gotten stronger. I've gotten used to it. Um, I've just learned to, like, I guess, repairing myself. And, um, yeah, just work through that. Um, work on how to be more aware of my emotions be more present in the moment with my emotions and and address them right then and there in the moment um like it's literally okay to cry it's literally okay to be angry in the moment be frustrated be fearful be anxious um but you know just figure out the why in those emotions why do you really feel that way really like been doing a lot of reflection lately on that it's been helping for sure but it's definitely still a work in progress down the line um yeah and I mean that's not just the only aspect of inner child like literally like inner child like addressing it and repairing it and being present with your inner child You can literally, like, formulate a dialogue, like, just some affirmations. You can just try to listen in on what your inner child really needs, what it's been lacking, and maybe why it's hurting. You can just say things like, I hear you, I see you, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Even write a letter to your inner child and just, like, just reflect and just say, you know, I'm sorry you had to go through that. 
Um, you're strong. I'm going to help you and build you back up. I'm going to do things that it's going to make you happy. And that is like things that like you did as a child or like, you know, things that make you feel like your spirit feel like, oh, like, you know how like you said to your friends, like, oh, my inner child is coming out. Like you just do like little activities or things to just like help recreate memories that you did as a child that was, of course, positive. It is nothing wrong with that at all. Adults do that. Like, people older than me do that still. And there's nothing wrong with doing that at all. Because that subconscious part of us always really sticks with us. So why not repairing it the way we need to repairing it? And why not, you know, nurture it? Um, yeah, writing a letter, formula, um, formulating a dialogue. You know, going out to play and do activities that you enjoy doing that makes you feel like a kid again kind of thing. Um, just really a lot of self-care. Self-care definitely can um, help with that for sure. Um, yeah. I'm really just doing a lot of reflection, a lot of thinking. And just trying to carefully move um, differently than um, what I was moving. Or what I'm still moving, I guess you can say. Like, I'm just trying to be more cautious with how I move and the way I make decisions, what I say. And sometimes you just got to sit with yourself and ask, why? Why do you feel like that? Why do you feel the need to act on that? Why do you feel the need to f- to behave like that? Like, what's hurting you? You really have to sit with yourself and think about stuff like that. That's how you definitely um, can help you. It can help you become a better parent to your inner child. Like they say, reparent your inner child. So whatever you feel like you didn't get as a child, or you feel like was not, or was neglected, or was not, you know, addressed, you learn to reparent your inner child. You learn to set those boundaries, to develop healthier relationships create a healthy space for you um just create structure in your life consistent self-care um you just creating a a structured and healthier routine in your life that's going to keep you stable that's gonna keep the right people around you you're basically a new person or you're trying to be the better version of yourself I would say so yep I just really was thinking a lot about like how it's really important that the inner part of you has a lot to do with how you execute your behaviors 
on the outside, how people view you, like, yeah, so, I'm still learning to, um, just do inner work, that shadow work, anything I can do on my own, um, outside of therapy, that's gonna really help me find out who I am as a person, help me to know who I am, know my worth, and um, continue to just strive and flourish and try to be on a positive path in life and not always um, feel like you're such in a negative space or have negative energies in your space. I really am trying. Um, I'm not perfect, far from it, but um, definitely want to be a better person. And I'm not a terrible person. Let's be real. Like I'm a very like genuine, loving, caring, nurturing person. But like I do have behaviors that I'm not proud of, and um, I don't want to be that person anymore. I just want to. I want to outgrow it. I feel like this is important to talk about today in this I'm hurting but healing era. There's definitely more to come. There's more episodes to come um, addressing this era that I wanted to bring to this podcast. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, Catch me on the next episode. Take care, you guys. Bye.